Hey, Spencer, have you heard of Lisa Lampanelli? Oh, you're talking about the queen of mean, right? Yeah, but she's also become the queen of lean. Did you know that? She has a, a play called Stuffed, where she delivers brash, skinny insight from the fridge to your ears. No, oh, yeah, not, no. I don't think that's what happens in the play. <laughs> I've actually heard reviews for the New York Times that have said uh, Stuffed offers laughs, genuine pain, and even a bit of insight. So, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Why? Is that relevant to anything? Well, well, you know, yeah, Lisa Lampanelli, she's got a lot of street cred, and she's also got a new Feral Audio uh, podcast um, where she and her co-host, Mike Morse, uh, talk about health, food, body image, everything else to help you be the best you you can be. That's a that's a, that's a a real hairpin turn for the queen of mean. She's, she's stopped stomping on uh, political sensitivities uh, long enough to help you self-actualize and get, engage in some self-care. So what? She dishes out some tough love as she takes your questions about being fat? Fat, being skinny, being anything but right, and helps you grab a little self-acceptance. I mean, is that what we're talking about? Yeah, but there's other stuff too. Like if you if you want to get yelled at by uh, Lisa, you can email get stuffed at feralaudio.com, uh, and maybe she'll uh, she'll make you feel like a piece of shit on the, on the podcast, <laughs> or, or or maybe she'll make you feel better. I, you you don't know with Lisa Lampanelli, she's the queen. Of mean and lean, um, <laughs> give their give her hotline a ring three four seven four six four two six five four, and you might end up in the show that way too. But in either case, it's worth a listen. It's free. Like uh, I think it's very interesting that she that she's 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 like had some transformative n- nutritional experience that she and now is is, is doing insights because you know what's interesting about the idea of Lisa Lampanelli talking about body image and stuff is that we already know that she doesn't give a shit about what your feelings so and and what we probably need to do more of when we're talking about um, health issues and stuff is actually have some frank conversations we're a very fat country very diabetic country very diluted uh, v- vain. Um, uh, self-loathing, uh, shallow country. Like, like, what, what, what do we need to do to actually be healthy? I, I, I would trust uh, uh, the queen of mean turned queen of lean to, to, to tell me that. Yeah. So make sure you subscribe to uh, get stuffed. Get stuffed. Kick the craving. Subscribe to get stuffed on iTunes, Stitcher, FeralAudio.com/slash get stuffed, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Last Rampage. The new true crime film starring Robert Patrick, Heather Graham, and Bruce Davison. And we had the pleasure of speaking to someone involved with the movie. So, uh, my name is Alvaro Rodriguez. I'm the screenwriter for The Last Rampage. As a writer, to me, I'm less interested in genre and more interested in character. And, you know, I've written in a lot of different genres, you know, um kind of horror genre thriller or action movie or kids movie or you know different kinds of things and it was always more I was always more interested in character and hadn't really quite done something like this before but was just uh, really drawn to this idea of um, of a guy like Gary Tyson who you know had been in and out of institutions from the time he was you know a kid um, and uh, and having sort of raised three sons from behind bars uh, and how these three sons kind of grew up in the Church of Gary and thinking that their father had been, you know, unjustly accused and unjustly convicted and all of this stuff that they were getting fed uh, from their mom, Dorothy, who's played in the film by Heather Graham. 
So to me, it was just, I was interested in telling that kind of a story, telling a family story. You know, to me, the most interesting stories are family in some, centered in some way. You know, they're elemental stories. They're stories that um, go back to, you know, to the most intimate and elemental parts of ourselves. So the idea of fathers and sons, you know, there's a line in the script about, in the movie about that, um, you know, where Gary tells his oldest son, you know, Donnie, there's only one law you got to worry about, you know, and that's a law of fathers over sons. And the only way you're going to, you know, get past that is, you know, by this, you know, by dying, basically. But kind of threatens him a little bit. But um, so that was really, you know, the touchstone for me, uh, trying to figure out how to tell that story. Don't miss Last Rampage, the true story of the prison break of Gary Tyson. In theaters and available on iTunes and all on-demand platforms today. For more information, visit truecrimelive.com or follow the movie on Twitter at Last Rampage Film or on facebook.com slash lastrampagefilm. This is cavernous. It's good, though. Dan? Yeah? Could I ask you a personal question? (sighs) Yeah. Have you been drinking today? (laughs) A little little bit. All right, so, um, all right, I just want to get through the uh, Evernote list. So, um, so a guy I met at a bar today, it was his 25th birthday, and uh, I bought him a drink, and uh, he was turning 25, so I said, uh, man, you gotta do all your shit at 25, I'm 42. It's a bunch of stuff, every, every day I think I say, well, if I was 25, I'd do this or that. So you gotta do everything, and he, he said, yeah. It's like, yeah, you gotta go intertubing with sluts. <laughs> That's what he said, and I wrote it down. I, he said, I fucked that up. He said, inner tubing with hot sluts. <laughs> so he distinguishes there's yeah. ugly sluts that you don't want to go inner tubing with. <laughs> yeah, I thought Portland might enjoy that. Do, then, do people uh, still inner tube here? Like, do you guys go to on the. You guys hit, hit up the. Uh, hot sluts? Is that, wait, does wait, that wait. make it better? What, 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 what's the river here? Is it the uh, Deschutes, right? You got the Deschutes here? Is it the Cooch? The Cooch River? Well, I am. But you guys, you guys have hot sluts here, but you don't... They're not more important than the regular sluts, are they? And they're not better at intertubing. 
right? I don't know. Ask that kid. <laughs> hot sluts. Hot sluts. tubing with hot sluts. All right. And the last thing on my list. <laughs> the last thing on my two-item list is... Um, well, I mean, there's another, there's a side note, which is uh, Twitter Corner. Does Twitter Corner have a theme? Twitter Corner. <laughs> if you have something to say to me and you can fit it in a tweet, say it. If it takes nine tweets, say it somewhere else. That's it. That's it. I thought that might resonate. No one wants that in their feed. Like the guy with the parentheses, the eight out of nine guy. And first of all, feminism in the early 90s. Buddy, it's Twitter. It's a bumper sticker. Just say you like women. You don't have to say it nine times. Or write a blog. No one will read it. That's the point. <sighs> don't, I mean, just don't. I'm blocking everyone now. I block, I block, I block How people. many a day? How many har Harmon blocks? Block, I block more people than healthy people eat kale. <laughs> I block, I block, I get up in the morning and I block. I start blocking. I just block. That's the end of that corner. Um, all right, so a guy at the bar across the street uh, what was it? The Queen Moon and Sixpence? What's that place called? The Moon, moon. The moon and Sixpence or something? There was a guy. So obviously, because I'm doing a show here, some of you were drinking there tonight. And a lot of you came up to me and were very friendly to me and told me that you like me. And it was very wonderful. And I enjoy it. And I love your city. And I love you. Um, there was a guy sitting next to me at the bar who, like, three hours ago, obviously I've been drinking for six hours. And I, 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 the guy the entire time was like, he, uh, <laughs> he's just this guy. <laughs> and he kept going like, uh, what do you do? And, and it's like, I, I do a podcast. That's why they're saying this nice things to me. Um, what, what's a podcast? <laughs> well, I, it's a thing and I have to explain it. And he's, he's like, so it's like radio? Like, no, it's not. I mean, yes, it's like radio. It's fine. Done. Forget it. Just you, all you have to do is stop talking to me, and your troubles will be over. You don't have to. And, 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 and it's like, so why are you famous, though? And I'm like, I'm not famous. I'm not. Uh, they're experiencing people coming up to me in this bar, two blocks from the venue. They are excited to see the show. They're getting a drink before they go and line up. I'm not famous. I'm as famous as you are, kind of. Like if you, like wherever you work, if a lot of people worked there and you were going to do karaoke. Like, that's what's happening. <laughs> well, what's your name? My name's Dan Harmon. Well, how do you spell it? It's fucking... God damn it, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm not allowed to do this to other people. H-A-R-M-O-N. Well, I'm going to ask my son. My son's in college. Would my son hear of you? I said, I bet, I bet your fucking ass he has, motherfucker. <laughs> Because I made an awesome... That's how good I am at karaoke. Your son. Yeah, I crossed the line there. I was like, I bet your son has. But then it was, like, it was three hours later, the guy's like, well, I asked my son, and he said, eh, I Googled him, and I never heard of him. Get, fuck, fuck you. I don't know why I'm telling this story, but I just, I was like, fuck, I, didn't, I didn't, never knew I wanted to be famous until I talked to this guy. It wasn't even a thing in my mind. I didn't want, the, the guy wants to be, clearly he wants to be famous, or his son does. I don't know. 
I'm just saying. Like, I was fine until I talked to that guy. I found the first dickhead in Portland is my story. I love Portland. It's so fun here. I, we, we have to fly yeah, out. Fuck Portland. <laughs> fuck this city! Let's burn this shithole down! Fuck Portland! Let's all not get face tattoos. <laughs> A lot of face tattoos here. Hey. Hey, Portland, uh, you guys have all seen Human Centipede 3, right? I did. I watched it. Wait, there's a three? Yeah, there's what three. What happens in three? In the third one, this, is, this was on my list of shit to talk about. Uh, yeah, there's, uh, okay, so Human Centipede 3. The, uh, how many people have seen Human Centipede 1? I got some, it's like a good 15% of the people here. Yeah, that was the eight, eight percent. How many people have seen Human Centipede 1 and 2? Uh, just as a side note, how many people have seen Human Centipede 2 but not Human Centipede 1? <laughs> I just jumped in the middle of the saga. Okay, no hands, no hands. So clearly there's a linear appeal. It's like well, Game of Thrones. Num number two really is the Empire Strikes Back of that yeah, whole thing. You don't want to, you don't just jump in the middle. Okay, we know that. That's important for the research. Um, Human Centipede 3, anybody see it? Okay, a couple, one hand, one hand. <laughs> the guy from the first movie, <laughs> the guy from the first movie is, the, is a prison warden in the third movie. And uh, I, I, every, movie, every movie adds more people. Like, there's three people in the first one, and there's like 24 people, I think, in the second one. And then this one's like a prison, it's like 500 people. So the guy from the first movie is, the pr uh, is a warden. He's a prison warden, Jeff. And, uh, and he, doesn't, he doesn't know how to run his prison. <laughs> so uh, what does he do? <laughs> does, does, he try to, does he try to seek some solution to uh, the, his prison well, he, problems? He has this accountant who's like keeps telling him, like, you, I'm telling you, and he keeps, the accountant keeps showing him the We're first feeding them too much, and there's too much poop. <laughs> He keeps showing him the first two human centipedes. We have to cut movies. down on the food and the poop uh, waste. The five people who raise their hands know that the human centipede saga has a weird meta like thing going through it, where in each movie, each movie is about someone who's watched the previous movie. So the third movie is about a prison warden who is being told by his accountant, who has seen both of the previous movies, <laughs> That this is the way to go with the, <laughs> and the prison warden is played by the by the same guy that played the doctor in the first movie. The guy who's like, yes, poop your diarrhea in the mouth behind you. Yes, I am a doctor. I love watching people poop into each other. That guy's a, a Texas warden uh, in the third movie, and his accountant says, and I wrote it down. <coughs> <clears throat> this is the defining moment. 45, 45 minutes into Human Centipede 3. This is after the do we've watched the doctor try to castrate people. Uh, and, like, and I, like, he tries everything he can think of to be a good warden. And the, and the accountant keeps going, like, I'm telling you. And he keeps holding up the Human Centipede movies. And the warden keeps going, that's stupid. And you're supposed to be like, oh, this movie's so self-aware. 
45 minutes into it, but it's not self-aware enough to not exist, which would be a truly, like, that would be a move on its part. It would be like, oh, I understand. This movie shouldn't exist. But instead, the, the accountant, so um, I, I wrote this down. The accountant gets very frustrated, Jeff. All right. He loses his cool at, at 45 minutes. 45 minutes of castration and rape and horrible, like, just terrible, so like, what, Eli what, Roth, like, oh, we're, we're, we're mid-second act or late-second act here? Well, I mean, let's be serious. <laughs> Structure eludes the human centipede. <laughs> it's we're, not... What would Joseph Campbell call this scene? Well, uh, he would, I think Joseph Campbell would say, like the people in the movie, like, the human centipede movies themselves, like, experiment with what defines... A movie, <laughs> like 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 the whole point of the movie is, oh, could you poop into a mouth? <laughs> so, and I, I don't think a story even. It's, a, it's, a, it's a, how many people are pooping into how many mouths in the third one? Like I told you, five hundred. Five hundred people. It's a prison full of people. But it seems so, like the, wouldn't the food, as the body digests no, whatever a, food comes this, through it, it would yeah. get less and less. No, there's uh, this focus in the movie about how medically accurate it is. Like, and I can't tell, I can't tell if the director is like for real or not. I can't tell. I, I, everything's very tongue in cheek, but the tongue is like poking through the cheek, and there's like a butthole where the tongue is in the cheek. Like I don't know, I don't know what. I don't know if the guy's like. The, the really movie is nothing if not tongue in cheek. It's not. all about being tongue in cheek. So, what, I, I have no idea. So, I've watched all three of them. And at one point in the, uh, in the third movie, the accountant <laughs> at the prison, he gets so fed up, 45 minutes into the hour, I think it's a 90 minute movie, halfway through the movie. Putting this on a structural uh, levels of the first Hulk movie, um, where the Hulk appears like in the third act, um, this guy, the accountant, like gets, goes like, ah! and he just throws like a Ned Beatty in network fit, like he does a little monologue, and he goes, ah! and I wrote it down, I backed it up, and I transcribed his monologue, and he says, ah! Ah! by the way, the accountant is the guy from Human Centipede 2. For, for, those, for those eight people who watched the second one, the guy in the black and white Human Centipede 2, which is the more pulpy, noirish one, he plays the accountant. So he, and he goes, Ugh, I have been trying to tell you for days now. I have the answer to all our problems. We've got to make a human centipede of our prisoners. Sewn ass to mouth, sharing one digestive system. No more prison fights. No more assaults on guards. No more disrespect. They will literally be on their knees, begging you for mercy. And it's the ultimate deterrent for those considering a career in crime. I think that should be the crawl at the beginning of the movie. That should be the voiceover during the trailer. <laughs> I hadn't shared that before, right? I, what's that? Okay. I don't know. The show's an alcoholic. I don't know. I like your new glasses, Dan. That's Dan? it. I got nothing. From now on, we're freewheeling. Oh. I can't. Yeah, I got, I got glasses. Um, yeah, my, my eyeballs are not perfectly round. Big deal. So they told me. 
For those not watching, Dan can't lift the mic higher in the mic stand. Well, it's tight and I couldn't loosen it. So my eyeballs aren't perfectly round. So when I look far away, like when I look at these people who came to the show late, um, I, I, like, I can't see, I guess, like, pixel perfect. Like, I have a one pixel blur at everything, like, far away. That's what these glasses are for. You look good, though. That's why I'm wearing them. It's not, I, it's not because it improves anything. It's I told you I earlier, I said, I said this, this Dan, the bespectacled Dan, is the Dan that will write movies. I've started to notice that people are treating me different. Yeah. And so I'm now trapped in these glasses <laughs> that actually make it very hard to function, like, within eight feet. <laughs> like, I'm, like, tripping over things, but I'm like, everyone likes me now. <laughs> and I'm not kidding. It's not a, it's not a joke. I can see, okay, that, oh, look at that speaker. It's black. <laughs> but the real thing is that bartenders are nice to me now. That's it. It's like a disguise. But I'm thinking, like, maybe I should, I don't know. I, I don't need glasses. I have 20-20 vision. All right. So I want to, uh, what I would like to do is, uh, is uh, I'd like to do a little experiment. I'd like to uh, take off all my clothes <laughs> and uh, show you my dick. <laughs> and I'd like to ask you uh, if it's uh, big. <laughs> and I'd like you to lie to me. <laughs> I'd like you to say it's big. Uh, and the reason I want you to do that is because I think it's small. And I don't want to live in that world. <laughs> so it's not so much an experiment as it is just sort of an exercise in my dishonesty. <laughs> I'm ashamed of my tiny penis. When, so you, say, when you say tiny, is it, is it freak show tiny or is it just regular? Like, well, define freak show tiny. I don't know. We I live don't. in a world where nobody knows about each other's dicks. <laughs> like, we don't know what's going on. We've created a whole mythology. I don't know. We watch movies about guys with giant monster dicks. Are those regular-sized dicks? Yeah, see? I, I mean, I don't... I, what, what are those? Are they giant dicks? Are those regular-sized dicks? No, thank you. I, I, like, every... I, I don't know. And, like, women are also, like, kind of, like, pseudo-conditioned to, like... They know how fucked up we are about it, so they don't, they're also not honest about it. They're like, they know that they're not supposed to say whether they know if a dick is small or not. <laughs> Admit it, right? You guys learned that early on in your life. Like eight years old, you learned to lie about dicks. <laughs> and men are also like, lie about my dick. Well, none of us in this room know what a dick is supposed to look like. There's no... Who here thinks they have a regular dick? <laughs> Raise your hand if you have a regular dick. Now this, there's, there's two guys sitting right next to each other. Two guys. Two really well-dressed gentlemen. Both <laughs> very... They are your brothers. Your are brothers? You, are you guys twins? Oh, okay. Wait, you, wait. Get out on stage. Two brothers no, with regular well, dicks. Okay. If you, regular if you dick want brothers, to. If you want to. Regular dick brothers. You, gotta, you always got to add if you want to. Grab one or, or two mics, depending on... I don't want any, anybody to ever say, well, I was forced up on stage. 
All right, so you uh, what talk are you about my dick. First right. off, what are your names? Joe. Joe and Ian. Joe and Ian. And you guys have uh, various, you're wearing similar shoes. Uh, yeah, yeah. You both have nice uh, uh, brown shoes on. You're, you're both well dressed. You, you're both brothers. What's the age difference between you guys? Uh, seven years. Who's, uh, I, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the older. You're the older. The elder. You're the younger. That's and uh, you guys, when Dan said, who thinks they have a regular dick, as one, both of your hands went up <laughs> as though he asked, what's two plus two? <laughs> So what, yeah, what, what, let's talk about all, right. uh, all of that. Okay, uh, I reckon about six and a half inches is average, and about the. <laughs> all right, and, and about uh, uh, let me explain let, the girth too. Woman, woman easily said no. Get up on stage. Get up on stage. <laughs> I'm, I'm, es I'm estimating the girth wow. to be about. Fair, Joanian. No, lady, come up here. Because otherwise, we, well, you either come up or be quiet. You can't do that. Yeah. These guys are heroes. They're seven seven on a good dick. day when I'm well hydrated. Right. So, uh, and about the girth of a, a roll of silver dollars. So, wait, what? Silver right. dollars with Kennedys? <laughs> like what? Ke Kennedy dollars? The girth on average? Ten, wait, what? I, uh, a roll of silver dollars? A roll of silver dollars? Yeah. <laughs> You know, know, roll of coins. How many, not held how a Kennedy? Many, how many silver dollars? I, I'm estimating. Roll? I'm You're estimating. There's about the diameter is a silver dollar. Correct. Oh, Thank you. diameter. A Susan Jesus B. Anthony Christ. penis. No. 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 Susan Su B. Anthony. You're thinking of quarters. Fuck. Those are quarters. How? How many? How many silver? Like how, how many? How many? What do you reckon? What do you reckon the roll of silver dollars is about? About uh, 50 of them in there. Pardon? Oh no. It'd be Fifty dollars okay, in the so roll you guys of silver know dollars. You have huge dicks. That's why you raised your hand. I estimate average. <laughs> <laughs> they're saying six and a half. I wouldn't call that huge dick. They're, they're saying that they're calling that median. This is and the a diameter woman in the back, of a silver dollar. A woman back there said, nope. She instantly said, no dice. The diameter of a silver dollar. Her, her, bar her barometer is off. I'm just going to guess. Oh, well, she's, she's not <laughs> She needs recalibration. You guys, are, you guys <laughs> so. have our respect because you're up here. So. No, okay. So. I, have, I have three million questions. I'm going to start with, uh, uh, I'm going to pick one at random. Do you guys know what each other's dick looks like? No. No, not adult, no. But you guys both raised, <laughs> you guys both raised, raised your hands and didn't even look at the other guy. You, you guys both knew that we, we, we uh, yep, we, had, we're, we were brothers, we got the same dick. Genetic confidence. Well, they didn't. I mean, I'll, I'll jump in and say that. All right, we please. We're pretty similar mindset, yeah. I think, that you influenced me growing up. Um, both of you, uh, oh, Christ. <laughs> uh, by by applause, uh, you, so you're Ian? You're Joe, that's Ian. That's right. By applause, uh, who thinks Ian has the bigger dick of the two? <laughs> I just got a text okay. message, I think. That's so not important. Hey, hey, hey. By applause, who thinks Ian has the bigger dick? <laughs> that's not... Wow. All right, well, now, I guess I'm fine. Joe, is he, uh, are they right? You said Ian twice, which doesn't help. Uh, right now, he probably does. So are you guys right now, are either of you, like, uh, hard? No, no. Because I'm just, I, I don't know. Also, how do you, all right. No, uh, let's get, we got a lot to talk about. Also, tonight. I would just say, look, look at body language. This guy's sitting with legs wide open. Uh, Ian over there got his legs crossed. That's a, yeah, definitely. Well, uh, they're, uh, they're the linen pants. So. <laughs> Something to hide, or he's afraid of showing how big that fucking dick is with those fucking, with, with that tan suit on. <laughs> all right, so well, I just want to, this, I want to get back to this. Metric thing. Okay. The diameter of a silver dollar. Oh. That's upsetting to me. And uh, what? Tell me about the length. 
the length? Uh, six, six and a half. Um, what, what does that mean? Six and a half silver dollars? Or? No, no, no. Six inches. Inches. Well, I don't know what that. What the, is the, that? The kings. Half the kings a foot. Inches. Like, I mean, what is that? I mean, it's, it's just over half a foot, Dan. <sighs> I just. Uh, I want to yeah, go call there. Aaron <laughs> and apologize. I don't, I don't think I have a very big penis. And I think no that, thing. All I right, think Dan. Penis, I think she puts up with a lot. No. Well, don't say it like that. I mean, just, <laughs> like, I, I, if I'm telling you that my dick is small, it's small. What you should say is, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You shouldn't say it right after I tell you to say it. <laughs> you should figure out how to convince me of it. So you guys are brothers, and you've never looked at each other's dicks. The audience thinks that the brother who talks less and keeps his legs open has a bigger dick. That's easy to understand. I didn't realize that's where we landed on that, but all right. <laughs> it's, <laughs> is there... Is there any, we, you're not going to... You guys won't show us your dicks, will you? Oh. We, no. could, we could make podcast history tonight. I mean, like... That's not, am I allowed to ask? You're probably okay to ask. <laughs> like, I'm, not, I'm not saying you have to do it. I, I think the state of Oregon might have something to say about that. <laughs> but I feel like we, we, have a, we have a private podcast network. We're streaming. I think Aaron's a lucky woman no matter what. Thank you. So. Nigel, thank you. <laughs> change, someone just yelled, change the subject. Uh, Joe and Ian, everybody. Joe and Ian, right. thank you so much yeah. for coming up, fellas. Okay. Thank you, guys. That's been Dick Talk the Dick with Brothers. Joe and Ian. <laughs> Those guys are... That's a spinoff. You know, Those guys are... I'm, that's, I, there's something weird going I, on I'm willing, I'm, willing, I'm willing to believe they're not actually brothers. I, I, I think they're like time travelers or... I, that's weird. Uh, like, like, I think they're, they're, they're like they a, drink at the same time. They drink. I think they're like a, maybe a, a local morning radio show. Uh, yeah, like Mike and Amy. What's the deal with Mike and Amy? Uh, <laughs> they're all over town. Uh, anyways, um, you guys don't want to see my dick, do you? Oh, oh, you 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 do. I think you owe it. I think you owe it to them, Dan. Ridiculous! Like, like terrible, terrible, terrible society. <laughs> Have some respect. I think we should early on bring up Spencer Crittenden because he's. Uh... Oh yeah! Super Adventure Brothers. Super Adventure Brothers. Super Adventure Brothers. Super Adventure Brothers. God Adventure. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, so that human centipede movie, they don't have any human centipedes that are like a full circuit, do they? Now, no, they never. That's, they never... See, that's the third fucking movie. Right? First, human centipede. Then, giant human centipede. Then, fucking human centipede that's rolling all over Manhattan. Connect it, yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's efficient. You can move in a circle. You just have to uh, ab exercises. You'll be rolling up and down the city. No crawling around. It's all communication. That's what I do. 
If I had a human centipede. But I told you guys this. I'd did name I, it I feel Perry. Like, I, I feel like, did I, did I talk about human centipede already? Yes? Yeah. Yeah. On the last? No, just, just today, just earlier, oh, earlier no, no, today. I, no, oh, tonight, yeah. Yeah. I'm not that fucked up. Whoa. Damn. I, I meant a week ago. <laughs> that scared the shit out of me. I was like, I did, didn't I? No, but I, I, I was just like, so I didn't tell you guys, like, when the, the, so Eric Roberts plays the governor in the third one. Eric Roberts, which makes him either the most interesting actor in the world or obviously in a lot of tax problems. <laughs> like, like, and he's, he, uh, he, uh, he comes at the, I don't want to spoil anything, but, I think it's fine. But the, the, it, it turns out a bunch of people get sewn ass to mouth in a chain. And Eric Roberts comes into the prison, and he's the governor, and he wants to know what they've done to, to solve their problems. And the uh, guy shows him, and he makes this speech, the doctor, and he, the warden says, and he goes, yes, feed, feed. And then I wrote this, this monologue down. And he, he goes, and so Eric Roberts, since he's gotten to the prison, has not said a word at all. Okay. He's just, he's just walked in, and it's just Eric Roberts walking and watching as this guy <laughs> gives him a tour of 500 people sewn ass to mouth. And how, did, well, how are those uh, stored exactly? Is it like zigzag back and yeah, forth? It's yeah, it's a, it's a Photoshop, like, of... Guys, yeah. and so they're like looking through a window or something. Yeah, it's like a noodle of guys, yeah. Okay. In a prison yard, it's clearly photoshopped and it's lame. <laughs> so he walks along the chain of them and he goes, "Yes, feed a Jew behind a Muslim, a Muslim behind a Jew, a Republican behind a Mexican." Whoa. Arizona. A crip behind a blood. He never, he never counters the Mexican Republican. Like, peace on earth, goodwill to men. And then Eric Roberts says his first line, which is, oh, "This is too much." <laughs> this is, this is too much. Says Governor Eric this, Roberts. This really is the living end. This is too much. Anyways, that's. I thought it was a charming film. <laughs> So I think it's, uh, I, I'm surprised that you you uh, you curled up in bed and watched uh, Human Centipede three. Aaron was out of town, and I like I don't know. I just I like watching horror movies when she's out of town, and, and uh, I've always wondered if you could eat diarrhea, <laughs> and and, that, and if you did, could you poop it into another person's mouth, and uh, and if that person could poop it into an, another person's mouth, and if that could. Could, could happen for 497 other people <laughs> and what would happen to the 497th person oh so what happens in the movie like what happens they to don't address 500? it they don't address the one thing that you're wondering about which is could this actually happen no i'm not wondering that well i just he shows the 500 man centipede and then where does he go from there they try to escape or what no no so, no. yeah, so he goes home and makes toast, or what, what happens? The protagonist is the prison warden. Yeah, so what does he do from then on, or is that the end? 
that's Eric Roberts looks at it. Are you guys cool with me spoiling the movie? It's human centipede. <laughs> Eric Roberts looks at it and goes, this is too much. And then he says something like, God damn. That's, and then he leaves. And that's... The prison warden, like, shoots the doctor that helped him do it. Eric Roberts comes back and goes, you know what? This is the best. <laughs> so it's like a Twilight Zone moment yes, with the broken it's like, glasses? It's like an O. Henry novel, but with no stakes. Yeah. Like, because the guy's like, because Eric Roberts doesn't come back and go, you know what? This is the best. What? You shot the doctor. <laughs> It doesn't, it doesn't... Are they trying to re rehabilitate the prisoners in any way? Like, yes. Does, 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 number, does number 118 eat enough poop and go, I'm, I'm ready to go straight? Oh, oh, there's another part to it, which is that the, uh, there's, what do you do with the uh, death row people and the life sentence people? And he made a human, uh, what does he call it? Human caterpillar, which means he cuts off their arms and legs. So there's just like, that's just an extra thing. And, and I, I'm going to shock you guys and tell you it's worth watching this movie. Because I don't, I, I think they, they are, uh, they're in, the, you know, labs right now, smashing particles together. Because they want to know what happens when you do something terrible. You know, like, like and we learn about how the universe works because you smash two atoms together. It goes, and they go like, oh, what's that? It's a quark. It's a sub boson. If you're not, if you're, what are you going to watch Robert Zemeckis movies your whole life? You're not going to learn what life is. You watch Human Centipede. I think you, you gain some insight into, like, I don't know. It's not a popular opinion, but <laughs> I think it's an important film. Is it, is it a closed circuit? Like, is the, is, the movie? No, it's on Netflix and. Oh, Jeff. No, I mean. Didn't you say earlier that it was a ring of people all going in a thing? Or no, yeah. There's no. There's a final guy and he poops. But, there, but they a, never show that part. There's a front guy that what? eats. The they never show that part. That do they don't show. Is that guy's poop extra poopy? There's no it's way. Probably just water. There's no way. No matter how much you fed the first prisoner, that it's gonna make uh, that food. Was, it will, will make it through the 500th guy. I'm saying the same thing you're saying. Yeah, and I, I feel like the movie is like. I actually felt in the third one. I felt like. You could feel like the director's heart wasn't in it. <laughs> like he was just doing it for the fans. This season six community kind of like. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's funny, it's funny cause it's true. Uh, I'm, they loved it. No, I, I guess. Oh, uh, thanks guys. Thanks. Did you feel like I sewed the ass of community to its own mouth enough? <laughs> <laughs> until the show was eating poop and you can let it go um, alright so all right, so here's the thing about tonight's show terrible <laughs> got nothing nothing to do but from terrible shows come, come terrible pizza <laughs> no okay Wishful thinking on Spencer's can we, part. Can, can we bum people out and tell them who didn't uh, appear on the show tonight? Uh, well, we were going to have Kid and Play, but they, I think, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. know. We were going to have Kid and Play. I'm That's pretty more sure. more people than I thought. I feel like Play hates Kid. <laughs> I really do. I really do. I wasn't there. I didn't and see And I, I was, like, actually kind of relieved. 
but they didn't show up because the tension is unbearable. <laughs> I feel like play hates kid. Play hates kid. <laughs> it really does. That's the God's honest truth. It's not. It sounds like a joke you'd make. Do you feel like if Kid and or Play were out here right now that you could hold your own in a rap battle with either Kid or Play? Well, I feel like if you played a rap beat for me right now, I could beat them in a rap battle. Because they're not here. I don't know. I mean, they'll never know. Sh should we find out if there maybe is a local freestyler here that wants to come up and... Uh... No, no. I mean, let me, I, I, I'm let me rap. You, you seem pretty confident right now that you uh, that you have the goods. Just let me lay down a baseline. But you don't want to know if anyone out Just here. Just let can... me rap. Okay. <laughs> uh, do you want uh, party beep beep or do you want something else? Party beep. Uh, the, the, par the party. I call it the party beep beep song. Family. What's family? So, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see, what the fuck is it? Pardon me. What the fuck? All right. I've been, there's these YouTube, well, you rock. Rock, 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 Let's hear some rap now. Let's hear some rap. Yo. Yo. Go into your house. Gonna fuck your mom with a mouse. Gonna use it as my dick. Four legs, but it's a stick. It's a mammal, too. Fucking your mama. What you gonna do? Do it on your living room floor or in your kitchen? Fuck your mama. Quit your bitching. I'm gonna do your dishes afterwards. Gonna fuck your mama with my turds. Poop into my hand. Shove it up her pussy. Oh, that's terrible. That's terrible. Sorry. That's terrible. So I'm sorry. 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 That's terrible. Didn't mean to say that. My name is MC John. I'm gonna... Yeah, please hold your applause for the end. So, hold on. Sorry. I know. I know you get excited. My, yo, my name... Yo, hold on. My name's MC John, but just take it easy for a second. Hold on. <coughs> my name is MC John. I'm gonna mow your lawn. Fuck your mama. Fuck your daddy. Fuck your golf caddy. Toot toot, beep beep. Fuck your mama on the street. Fuck your mama like her name was Meryl Street. Gave her an Oscar, gave her an Emmy. Fuck your mama. <laughs> oh shit, why am I facing this way? I had my eyes closed the whole time. I, 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 I rapped so hard that I, I ended up like looking 45 degrees that way. I think you might have beaten Kid, but not play. Yeah, uh, one of those guys sucks, you know it. <laughs> All right, let's meet some people tonight. Um, oh, Jesus. I'm sorry I got so drunk, you guys. Who's a, who's a terrible person? Who's the worst person ever? Wait, that guy's hand went like up first. 45 hands went up, I yeah. love that. Well, everybody feels like they're a bad person. Yeah, yeah. 
Oh. Uh, oh, yeah, I'd just like to say, anytime anyone blocks anyone on Twitter, that person deserved it. I'm sorry. Just, well, I, I see all these people, why'd you block me? I don't know, I'm sure you deserved it. Well, let's hear his story, do you wanna come up? Let's work it out. Let's hear it. This guy's been blocked by Spencer on Twitter. Yo, he's blocked by Spencer. Oh, he, fuck, fuck. <laughs> he can't read my tweet to what's Spencer. Your, what's your name, sir? Uh, Mark. Pardon? Mark. Mark, hello, Mark. This oh, this guy. <laughs> no, I don't he, know. It was brief, he doesn't actually remember me. I'm what did sure. you, what did you tweet? It was during the, uh, the Ferguson riots. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get worked up no, over those. Neither of, us, neither of us are racist at all. That's, that's why I kind of feel bad about it, because we're kind of on the same side, but uh, he, he tweeted some Martin Luther King quote that made it sound like he would have loved the riots, and I disagreed, and we got in a little argument, and then he was... I didn't even realize he blocked me until, like, months later, actually, and I tried to tweet at him. And that's how me. I do it. I don't do it right away. <laughs> You think everything's cool and then fuck. <laughs> it might not, he might not even have done it that night. He might have just, I don't know if he was just thinking about it for a while or what, but at some point he went back. This feels like a particular tragedy because you guys both love Martin Luther King. I, you know, I don't think it's a tragedy. I just think it's life, man. People drift in and out. Sometimes you catch a wave. Sometimes you catch not a, the beach. I just think that life is, okay. I don't know. So, uh, I don't, I, that sounds vaguely familiar. Here's the thing about Martin Luther King. He says that people, you know, riots aren't great, but people only do it when literally nothing else has worked thus far. I think it's pretty valid. Also, I think that uh, white people shouldn't be talking about what Martin Luther King meant if uh, it's not in the support of black people. Like, maybe he said stuff that wouldn't support black people in their struggles, but I'll wait for a black guy to say that, and that might be racist, I'll admit it. I guess it's not. Sp Spencer's, Spencer's admitting he's racist, what do you, what do you have to say? <laughs> I, I actually, I agree with that. Well, the, the second point's kind of weird because he's the one quoting him, but the first point uh, I agree with, but um, we weren't able to, to talk about it further. And you know what, I think that's fine. <laughs> I'm fine with the outcome, no offense. <laughs> Because you got blocked, so the uh, discussion had to cease. You Can must I, have said something fucked up. Will you accept my apology, Spencer? What's up? Will you accept oh, my apology? Oh, yeah, no, it's not like I'm, like, super upset. It's just when I block someone, I'm like, am I going to lose by not having to see this guy's tweets anymore? And, if the, and, you know, that's a very high bar. It honestly is. Like, yeah. I mean, Dan might pass that bar, but very few people. And Thank Dan's you. a great tweeter. He's great on Twitter. Thanks. But yeah, it's just, it's just that. It's like if someone makes me, uh, sends me a tweet that like makes me upset or sad, it's like, I don't want to feel like that anymore. Oh that's wait, I don't have rule. to. I don't get on Twitter for this. Yeah. But that's what I tell people. I don't and get on really, Twitter for really, And it really isn't personal. It's just, no, it's a knee-jerk reaction. You didn't get on Twitter for that. I didn't take it. Boo! Boo! <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. Mark, no, I, didn't, I didn't take it personally, but don't, don't you think that's what isn't at its, well, maybe not at its best, because that can get ugly, and maybe it did, but don't you think that's what social media could I be do not for? think Twitter is for uh, discussions well, no, of mean, any sort. No, I think not, it's a it's terrible for... medium for discussing. <laughs> I agree with that. Facebook, great for yelling at people. 
Yeah, Twitter, mean, Twitter's like skywriting. You write it in the sky and it blows away and let's fucking let that be the end of it. Yeah, and if you, if you feel differently, then you tweet differently. Yeah. You don't have to tell a guy he's wrong on Twitter. Or you could. I mean, I'm not going to stop but you. He'll, he'll, he'll block your ass. Yeah, I mean... Like your, yeah. name, like, like your name was Lego. But isn't, isn't that a couple steps better than just hashtag that awkward moment and that kind of stuff? Wait, Wait what? Wait, what? You know, like, just, like, there's some, I think it's at least creating some discussion, even if it was I, so It's just, it's not creating good discussion. It's creating very uh, vitriolic, disjointed, hard-to-follow discussion that probably drives people against each other but I really brings them together. I really want to know what the fucking tweet was, because I bet you a million dollars your tweet was dickish. I, it was, I mean, obviously. It was not, ago. fucking, it was, you were not George Clinton going like, no, oh, do you consider this? He's wearing a Celtic shirt. You know it was fucking Spencer dickish, man. Spencer would not block you. I'm from Boston. He didn't yeah, block you because you were like, oh, have you considered this or that you were, you, you, I, you I made a boo-boo. I can't quote it verbatim, but I can pretty much tell you what it said. He quoted the thing that's, you know, like he said, it, he was fully truthful about what Martin Luther King said. When, when nothing else riots, all that's left and it'll have to do, basically. That's also not verbatim. But, um, no, it's not. I never claimed it was. <laughs> and then I, and then I said, I'm not something like I'm not sure he would have really said because the FBI he, he murdered him. It. And then I said, I'm not you sure. Said, that's wait, what, sorry, wait, you said wait. Sorry, you said you're not sure that he would have. That that's exactly what he was saying. And then Spencer said, "Fuck off, man." Some other stuff. And then, <laughs> Did you say "fuck off, man"? I might that, have. I, mean, I, not gonna, I don't know. <laughs> All right. Mark, no, I, Mark I know it looks bad I know what, what's your Twitter handle so we can all follow <laughs> you and then block you the next day? Do, I, do you really want me to plug do you, it? Can you, do, you, do you have... You don't have to. You don't I have mean, to. I, almost as a social experiment, I'd like to to see what kind of tweets I can Sure, sure. It's oh, totally up to you. It's yeah. uh, at not Penny's boat, but the, uh, the O's are zeros. At mumble... It's a lost mumble, mumble, It's not... Uh, at Norm, Norman's boat, what? At not... Not Penny's boat. Right. So that's at N-Z-O-T-P-E-N-N-Y-S-B-Z-O-A-T? Yep. Yeah, that's it. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, th th thank you. Yeah, and, uh, thank yeah. you. Mark, everybody. You Mark, now thank you, sir. Him. He deserved it. And if he, if he makes sense to you, you can, like, petition Spencer. Hey, maybe. man, I don't want ill will. Like I said, I block people on Twitter just because I don't want to feel bad. Yeah. That's me. Yeah. You're like me. Yeah. Devin Faraci, you know, he gets a lot of Twitter hate. He was, he was yelling, oh, you think that blocking people who shoot abuse at you is, is creating an echo chamber? Why don't I come and stop your house from being an echo chamber by calling your kids pieces of shit every single second of the day? Yeah. It's, it's valid. Well, why, yeah. Why, do, <laughs> why, why does anybody on Twitter get on Twitter? I like, to, for me to, to, so does everyone is Twitter like uh, pug pictures is part of the is the slogan of Twitter uh, hey confront your uh, heroes self. confront your heroes uh, confront your hypocrisy get on Twitter that's why everyone's on Twitter right because it's a big opportunity to be told you're a piece of shit right <laughs> I that's why it, everyone with 130 followers gets on Twitter because they love hearing that they're a big giant piece of shit every day. And just to be clear, that's not this guy's crime. He was much more reasonable. No, I'm sure. Yeah, no. I, didn't I find that Twitter to be Twitter is the perfect uh, uh, place to tell me that uh, uh, they don't like what I'm doing with Teen Wolf on MTV. <laughs> <laughs> is there anybody? This is an interesting segment. Is there anybody here in Portland that? Uh, 
Have I blocked anybody that, uh, I don't know, felt, felt unfairly blocked or? Okay, good, that's nice. It's Portland, see, they're all cool. Say what? Oh, you've, you've blocked people that tried to tell you that Hitler was an atheist. Why do people, why do people keep telling you that? <laughs> do you run some kind of Hitler museum? What? No, I'm telling you, what, Hitler what sort was of, a God-fearing man. What, what, what sort of garden have you, have you tilled that, that makes that flower grow? <laughs> also, that was such a sticking point for you that you yelled it out in an almost totally unrelated context. <laughs> We're like, speaking of the internet, <laughs> I think, <laughs> which is fine, you're fine. I, you're I, a I good mean, person. We should, mean, all, we, should, we should all block people who try to convince us that Hitler was an atheist. Because <laughs> that seems like a terrible waste of time. Yeah, you should never try to convince anybody that Hitler was anything. I think he, he, was into the, he was into the occult and all sorts of weird shit, right? Wait, so are you, are you saying that Hitler's an atheist? No, no, he's saying Hitler's not. So, sounds like what you're saying, That's bro. That's what he's saying, though, right? It sounds like what you're saying, man. <laughs> Me thinks you protest too much about Hitler's atheism. No, obviously Hitler was a Catholic, right? Yeah, like Catholic. all of us. He was Church of England all the way, man. Church of England? He was Church of England. <laughs> he, was C he was COE all the way. Also, Hitler didn't drink, but there's a picture of him uh, with a Fernet Branca in front of him. Uh, he drank, as uh, I love Fernet Branca, he drank a Fernet Branca before every speech, apparently, to settle his nerves. So, you know, he also drank. Didn't he oh. do coke? I, th I always imagine him doing coke before those speeches. Hitler, Hitler used to do coke off uh, Rommel's tits before every speech. All right, speaking of Hitler, uh, is, is Ma hey, Malcolm, are you out there? Where are you, Malcolm? Is that you? He's there. Would you be willing to come up here and be made a little bit of fun of? <laughs> All right, Malcolm, come up the, here. The crowd says yes. This is Malcolm. Malcolm is 11 years old. Mal Malcolm was here. You would grab grab a grab one of these microphones. Malcolm, you're 11? Well, no, I'm being facetious. Oh. Mal Malcolm is a star child who was put in charge of me. You're like a you're like an intern or a volunteer that works for the festival. No. Okay. What? what? <laughs> I already like Malcolm. First, first of all, as I keep telling you, calm down. <laughs> you, what, what, what's the, so, okay, so you're not a volunteer for the festival. Well, I offered to be a volunteer, and I showed up, and then was asked to, if you need anything, get you that thing. Is this mic on, or is he being that subtle? He's, <laughs> no, he's not doing a bit. This he's is why quiet. I wanted to bring him up. He's holding His, the mic you're, far you're, away. So when your parents... Not on the directional. Conceived. It's <laughs> a callback to last week. Your, I, pa your parents were on, both on Xanax when you were conceived, <laughs> is my theory. He's unflappable. He's like, he's like, he's like Rick Ocasek without the pizzazz. <laughs> you don't have... <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, I, if I could take me... Malcolm, I've not met you. I, I, I have no horse in this race. I didn't hear what you said because you said it very softly. You offered to be a volunteer, but then what happened? I showed up as a maybe volunteer. And they asked me to, if you need anything, get you that thing. 
What? <laughs> I, uh, I still have no idea what's going on. <laughs> they asked you to be a volunteer, and then they, well, well, maybe, give me, give me. <laughs> yeah, are, you, are you mad no. or happy right now? <laughs> Do you know what those yeah. words mean? <laughs> Dan, how did you guys you meet? Dan, what's your origin story with Malcolm? I, this is it. This is why I, I wanted to share. Isn't this interesting? But no, but how, how did you first, where did your paths first cross? You've been told you're interesting, right? Like, Yes. You're not, you don't, <laughs> you don't feel bullied right now, right? Like, that would not be a Heavens thing I would want to no. do. Okay. Like, you feel celebrated because that is what I want to no, do. I, you're I, th I think, I think we're, we're all on Malcolm's side right now. Yes. He's the hero. Uh, you, you, but we all want to know what is happening in your bloodstream. How do we get this way? Hemoglobin. Hemoglobin. They're doing their thing. It's true. I think he doesn't have cells. adrenaline. Oh, sorry. You don't have adrenaline. That's the, that's the working theory. You don't have an adrenaline gland. <laughs> See? Right, is there is there a since you're a good sport and came up here and were exploited, is there a? But I almost hesitate to ask this because I feel like it's just going to backfire. Is there an ambition that you have? Nope. <laughs> where where do you see yourself in five years? What did you think he was going to say? Oh yeah, uh, yeah I, 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 I want to be a veterinarian. I love animals. I'm just here. You want? <laughs> So, all right. Dan, 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 we, Dan, where did you guys first meet? Uh, 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 at the, you, he was assigned to me by the festival. At, in what, in what said, capacity? Anything you need, Malcolm will get it, right? And sure, then I, sure. and then I, you're, yeah. you're, you're an adult. And, and he's you haven't been, needed anything. I haven't really needed a lot. Yeah, you got, you got this. It's a dream gig. You got this. Right, a couple, a little bit of kettle one. I know how that is. <laughs> uh, Malcolm, uh, how old are you, if we, if we may ask? Twenty-two. <laughs> That's the best answer you could have said. <laughs> Malcolm, uh, what's, uh, what's, the, what's the thing that gets you out of bed in the morning and puts you to sleep at night? Do you have, do you have a, like an overriding passion, like music or literature or a certain love of your life of any sort? Or are, you, are you this self-contained at all times? Mm, I guess I'm just not ready to die yet. I don't... <laughs> Was that an answer to the question? It was no. It, and that, yet, that, it's an important thing to say. Like, oh, like, abs, uh, no Mal question. Malcolm, not ready to die yet. Malcolm, is that, is that your way of saying that you're afraid to die? Oh yes, yes, yes. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Okay, now, good. well, is there you something? You have fear. You have fear. Okay, uh, Malcolm, let me, let me follow up on that. Uh, is there something that you're afraid before you die that you didn't do or didn't see or accomplish or experience? No. Is there a specific way you're afraid to die? What's the worst? Okay, would you rather burn to death or drown? Drown. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why? I feel like the point of losing consciousness would occur sooner. Malcolm, are you in a band? Because if not, you need to be in a fucking band. And also, I want to be in that band. What's, what's the band? Oh, the Benz. Do, 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 do you play anything? Are you, are, you, are you musical at all? Oh, no, no, no. No? <laughs> if, you, if, if, you, if you could play an instrument, what would you pick? I say piano. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Why would you say it like that? Oh, I just gotta be a little Art. weird. 
it, it, are, are you a Bill Hader character? <laughs> Is there any truth, sir, <laughs> to the allegations that you are, in fact, a Bill Hader character? <laughs> you seem like, all right. Uh, uh, so you're 22. Okay. Yes, so, yes, 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 yes. All right. You so, you're, you're, you're not ready to die because you're afraid to die, but not because you, you would regret not having done something. Uh, but you, you want to live. You just you want to you want to be. You want to exist. Yeah, you ask what gets me out of bed. It's like oh, well, I'm here. Yeah, right. not ready to die. Yes, I guess I'll go do a thing. Is there anything that makes you laugh out loud? Like, what, is it, do you ever at any point in the day or the week or the month like belly laugh at anything? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What what, what oh. makes you laugh? Any, anything in particular or just the random things? All right, cool. Mo for me. See, this is what I've suspected. What? This what is, is what I've suspected. I couldn't hear. He's answering different questions than the one being, being asked. Wait, I didn't, I didn't hear what you said. Uh, he said, more for me. More for me? More comedy for you? That's what I'm saying. He's like a, it's like a sort of like Dao De Jing kind of like what your, if your mind comes to a halt. And what if he can see like, the future, like, and he sees, like, questions before you ask him, and that's what's taken him so long to figure it all out. You asked me what would make me laugh, and I said a thing, and uh, I don't know if you noticed, but I laughed. More for him. More, more for you, then. All right, well, I mean, I, I, he's been a good I like sport. this guy. We don't want to, like... Malcolm, um, because you see him, and, and uh, this is not, like... Uh, I like you. I, I like on site. I like you uh, all the way through this whole thing because you seem like a cool dude. Like in the whatever it is you're hiding, I don't think you're hiding much. <laughs> and I mean, I, I, I think what, like whatever whatever it is you're concealing, it's, it's nothing that you, you'd probably share anything that we'd asked you if, if we asked you the right questions. You're not hiding anything, are you? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. I, I don't know what I'm hiding. What, what's, what, what's the is there some what's the dark side of uh, Malcolm? Is it like what, what's you at your worst? What's 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 your behavior when you're ashamed of what you just did? Hmm, I get quiet. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, I, well, shame I on you then. He's he's been a good sport. Let's not torture him. No, no, I I I I could seriously talk to him for the rest of the night. But let's get. Uh, uh, if you uh, see Malcolm out there, buy him a drink. He's uh, he's. Ma Malcolm, will you do will you do me a favor and move to Los Angeles and come be on the show every week? Yeah, so we I'm sure we'll all be working for you because I guess it's yeah. Let's... Malcolm, everybody. Malcolm, thank you, Malcolm. Thank you for coming up. The, the enigmatic. I did it. I'm not gonna sleep well tonight. I didn't get enough fucking answers. Yeah, that's so good. I think I think I think if our podcast had done a gig in Columbine <laughs> at the right time, we could have saved a lot of lives. I, I don't that's know. That's all I kept thinking. I, I look at him and I see like I, I see like like a Ramon and a Rico Kasich and like oh really? A, well, we a, a, a Gary Newman. I, like, like, I see, like, people that, like, like, kind of live in their own internal worlds that, that all of a sudden are volcanoes of uh, some sort of yeah. uh, artistic expression. Well, did you guys see the Cobain documentary? Yeah. I have a maybe that's Maybe Malcolm is a new Cobain. Maybe he's struggling with stomach pain and he can't wait to try heroin and <laughs> blow his brains out. And, and write some great songs. That was right. a great documentary. Dan, can I, can, I, can I make a little interlude here and talk about uh, a place that I went to today? Uh, before coming here uh, and meeting you at the uh, little bar over there, 
Uh, it's a place I have not been to in six years. It's a, it's a strip club called Union Jacks. Are you guys familiar with Union Jacks? Union Jacks is a great little strip club, and, uh, especially in the daytime. And I went in there today. I was the only guy in there, and I was wearing a suit, as I do. And there was, there was one girl on stage, and she wasn't the thinnest of strippers, but she was having the most fun, and I loved her, and she was fantastic. And the, she was teaching another stripper out on the floor, out in the bar, how to twerk. And then another stripper came in, like, like off the street, like she was coming on, like she was on duty. Now there's three of them, and I came back from the bathroom, so I got in line with them, and we're all twerking together. <laughs> I found out I twerked better than one of them, but, but worse than the other two. <laughs> then one girl came in, and she had her arm in a cast. And she got up on stage, and, and she's like, hey, can I do the double lampshade? Like, like she named some dance move. Like, no, you can't do that with your broken arm. But she was doing it. It was the greatest fucking thing in the world. So there were strippers with, like, eye patches and fucking <laughs> knee braces and broken arms. And everybody was twerking. And they also, uh, I told them, they said, what are you doing in town? I said, I do a comedy show. They, go, they said, bring everybody back afterwards. I go, well, our fans are a little socially awkward. They go, we love socially awkward. So we're all going to Union Jacks, and we're all just going to get lap dances together. Yeah? I, I'm going. Malcolm, you in? <laughs> Wait, is that Malcolm? He raised his voice. I, I got I to gotta, hoot. Malcolm, if nothing else happens this weekend, you and I are going to a strip club together. Oh, shit. Is, uh, is Ollie here? Ollie, you're not here, are you? Who? No. I think our friend Ollie couldn't get into the show. I didn't realize. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Ollie. Also, I want to thank Ben uh, for giving those cool records before the show. Ben, you out there? Yeah. Thank you, brother. Ben gave me a groovy Everly Brothers thing. And what's it called? Hidden Christians or Secret Christians? or Nervous, Nervous Christians. I've never heard of them, but it sounds groovy. All right. Uh, okay, so here's the thing. I'm going to show you guys my dick. Oh, I forgot to tell you one last thing about the strip club. Okay. One, of the, one more thing. Just... My, uh, well, while you look for that, my, the, the reason I brought that up, I forgot. One of the strippers there looks exactly like a, it's, you know, suicide girls, like tattooed kind of punk rock chicks. If a stripper was a suicide girl but looked exactly like King Joffrey from Game of Thrones. <laughs> and when we go there later on, you'll know exactly who I'm talking about. That sounds really great, right? Yeah. Like, as a girl, that's great. Yeah. It, it, gave uh, me, it gave me the strangest half erection of my life. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, okay. So, did I talk about this? I, uh, so, I got, I, got, I, got very, <laughs> I got very drunk uh, a couple weeks ago. And I, uh, this is a confession. This is a conf the confession segment. This is called Rock Bottom Moment of Clarity Intervention. Do you want some music? Yeah. It's a new segment. I'm not proud of these moments. Actually, just can you keep this playing? This is perfect to just keep playing. Okay, so here's what happened. I'm it, going to go through it fast, but when I go through it fast, you're going to be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Why did that happen? The answer is because clearly I'm an alcoholic. This track is three and a half minutes long. I had a few guests over at my house, and I farted while backing out of the room. Did you stop it, or is it still playing? Okay. And <laughs> the song doesn't listen to your story. And as soon as I, as soon as I farted, everyone in the room went, "Oh!" 
which was crazy because it felt like the fart moved at the speed of light. And I was like, un I was, I was at, because I was leaving the room to fart. And I was like, you guys smell that? And they're like, yeah. And then one of them said, Dustin was there, our producer. I'm farting now as I say this story, <laughs> but that's not important. Just, just to lend the story verisimilitude. <laughs> I heard it. You hear it? You can hear it? Oh, no. You heard it? How did you hear I it? I heard it. Really? I forgot. I'm sitting 12 yeah. feet away from you. That's <laughs> crazy. Okay. I didn't, I, that, okay. Whoa. I didn't. Okay. That's distracting. Uh, the track has it. two minutes, All 10 right. seconds left. Two minutes, 10. You, you want to start over? You Wait, what? The track is only two minutes long. Oh, oh, shit. Okay. No, no, yeah. Okay. So I'm humiliated by this story. Although that's, that all overshadowed everything. I was backing out of the room and I farted and then everyone went, ugh. And I was like, you can smell that? And someone said, yeah, did you shit your pants? And I, and I said, no, no. This is how drunk I was. I went into my bedroom and I took off my pants and my underwear. And I was gonna put on pajamas but instead, I walked back into the living room with my underwear to show my house guests that I hadn't shit my pants. And Dustin was there, and his girlfriend, Elizabeth, who's like half my age, and I was wearing a T-shirt, and she was like, no, no. And I was like, no, I'm, I didn't shit my pants. And I was like six years old, like showing them. And then and everyone was like, get out of here, get out of here. We can see your balls, we can see your balls. That's what they kept saying, we can see your balls. Wait, you came back in with nothing on? I had a t-shirt on, I thought it covered my balls. Oh no! Like, what? And I'm not, I'm not bragging, I guess they could still see my balls. That's something you'd risk? <laughs> but that's not, I'm not bragging. That's not, that is certainly not bragging, sir. But I, and I'm sorry, I'm, I was that drunk. Like, that's, kids, like, don't drink that much. And I, and I went back in and I put on my pajamas and I came back in and it was like, I'm so sorry. And they're like, why did you do that? Why did you do that? And I kept going, I wanted you to know I didn't shit my pants. And like, why did you have to, why couldn't you just say that? That you didn't shit your pants? And it was like, I didn't think you'd believe me. And they were like, why couldn't you put on pants to come out and show us you didn't shit your pants? And I said, because if I took too long, you'd think I just <laughs> grabbed fresh underwear to fool you. Because I was six years old in that moment. I was like, it was insane. Like, you guys should not drink as much as you do is the point of my story. Like, you should be careful. You should take it easy. I'm fine. <laughs> but you guys are young and you can improve yourselves. Anyway. If you had shit your pants, would you walk back in and show them that you had or not? No, I would have no. hit it. I would have like thrown them out the window. Um, now, Dan, uh, our, our time is shorter. Should we should we get into a little uh, shadow run or no? Oh yeah. Is it, how much time do we have left? Huh? It's twenty-five. Uh, we have like twenty minutes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Can I tell you one more thing about the movie uh, Daybreakers with uh, Ethan Hawke? There's a, there's there's a Daybreakers is about vampires in the future. Daybreakers. <laughs> Vampires, or as we call them, daybreakers, have have taken over the world, and so humans are uh, a minority, 
and uh, you're, we're, we're using them for their blood. And, the, and Ethan Hawke is a, uh, a phlebotomist, I guess you'd call him. Uh, he's a blood specialist. Right. And uh, he's talking to his partner in a blood lab. And, and he goes, like, we're, uh, he's working really hard to come up with a synthetic form of blood because he loves humans and he doesn't think we should farm humans. And, uh, and his partner goes, like, yeah, come on. We're ready to go with the synthetic blood. The, the animal testing's almost finished. And as he says that, he hands... Ethan Hawke, a headshot of a chimpanzee with fangs. That's it. That's all I wanted to tell you. It's like the best movie that's ever been made. Sounds good. We're almost done with the animal testing. Chimpanzee with fangs. It's like a... Why does the chimpanzee have a headshot? Was it an 8 by 10 black and white? Like, what? Yeah, it's black. it was black and white. Yes. 8 by 10. Yes, 8 by 10, black and white said, headshot of said, a chimpanzee said, with fangs. It said William Morris Agency at the bottom. <laughs> well, yeah, it did not say that. Yeah, special talents, uh, Russian accent, uh, can swim. Um, all right, so, all right, now, that's it. That's all I wanted to tell Gordon. Um, I, I said we play a little, uh, a little shadow run, and... Uh, I mean, is it, uh, is it a good idea by applause or a bad idea if we bring Malcolm up to play uh, Shadowrun with us? No, yeah, no, Malcolm, Malcolm's got to, Malcolm, come up. Malcolm, would you, would you mind <laughs> Mal- coming up? Malcolm's got to play, <laughs> and then we should balance it out. Aaron told me I shouldn't, I shouldn't have to, I shouldn't ask for always women, like, because it's like, oh, women are, because she saw Mad Max, and she's like, well, women aren't, but I was like, well, yeah, but women... She, she said, like, well, when DeMorge isn't there, you don't ask for a black guy to come up. And I was like, well, race is an artificial construct. Gender is not. Uh, Kaboom. We need women up here. Uh, All right, get the fuck up here. Right. You, uh, I like that sort of initiative. You better not be black, is my point. <laughs> better not be black. Wait, is that Nancy? That's Nancy. Nancy, who we met earlier. Hello, Nancy. Uh, if you get a chance afterwards, smell Nancy. She smells terrific. Oh yeah, she did. Or is that with you with the uh, the super dimples? Yeah. yeah. Look at those dimples. I think it's super nipples. <laughs> Nancy, you got those super nipples? Those two. Let's let's. Do it. Her nipples, silver dollars. <laughs> That's a callback. It's that. a callback to the Dick Brothers. I know. I know That's it is. That's the average nipple size. Is it right? Yeah, silver you, dollar. That doesn't matter, right? <laughs> Are you above or below average, Nancy? Above or below average nipple size? <laughs> I don't know. Is that the average size? You, just, you said it with uh, assurance. I'll change the subject. All right. Uh, Spencer, would you mind? Uh, I'll come over there and pass out the things. Oh, thank you, Jeff. Is this enough people, or do you want any other performers? Up this, is, uh, this is plenty. Is my dick big enough? Yeah, it's fine. It doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter. You want to be a Sushi? Should be Camille or Demorge? Demorge. Oh, yeah. Malcolm should be Demorge. You're Hortigard. You're Harmon. But your dick. It can be small. And you can still be satisfying. To people, yep, that you sleep with. <laughs> I'm sure if it's huge, that's great. I'm sure that's great. But 
It's not I'm that big a deal. I'm freaking out a little trying that big a to deal. understand this. It doesn't, it doesn't need to be big Hello. all the time, is my point. Some people report discomfort with overly large size members. Spencer Crittenden reporting. <laughs> yep. Just looked it up. Spencer, is it true they call you Coke Cam? Huh? Uh, what? Oh, no, right. I mean, I'd say mine's probably, what? 5.5 is average, right? That's they not what mine six. is. These guys are 6.5. Yeah, and I would dispute that. I'd say 5.5 is more. I'm not saying that's mine. I'm saying I think that's what average is. A bit under average, yeah, like, uh, yeah, with, you know, decimal points. It's hard to say. 6.5 sounds like a lot. 6.5 is above average. My dick is shaped exactly like an and ampersand. And the silver dollar thing, <laughs> silver dollar is above average girth, absolutely, absolutely. Are silver dollars serious? are fucking giant. Oh, okay, 50 cent, Pete. Wait, what? Yeah, Kennedy, he's got a big dick. Okay, guys, look. We don't, have, we don't have a whole lot of show left. Let's all go to Union Jacks and take our dicks out. We'll fucking settle this shit later on. All right, Spencer, do we have a guest uh, Shadowrun recapper? Uh, yeah, this is Teo from Finland no, again. No, wait, Malcolm, how big's your dick? Three. <laughs> diameter. <laughs> He's saying diameter. Yeah. Radius. Three, three radians. <laughs> Radius. They call him the, the trash can lid. 800. Super wide, but Cap not very long. Season. All right, are you ready, Spencer? Uh, sure. Let's do this. <laughs> Last time on Harmontown, the gang was outside Mind Plus Limited, where they cooked up an indeed ingenious infiltration. Jim Nightblade pretended to have a cyberletic seizure, seizure, while Mercy and Dr. Friend convinced the clinic's receptionist to admit Jim. It worked! Succeeding in their deception, the team found themselves in the C-Beta ward, where, but two security guards hung around. I can't talk. Dr. Friend unleashed tear gas grenades in the room and left everyone reeling and choking. But would there be enough antidote for everyone? Was their cover blown? Do cyber eyes weep electric tears? Would Harmontown ever come to Finland? Find out. Is he, because he's from Finland. Next time on Harmontown Shadow Time Run. All right. Yay. Who was that by? Who was our guest? What? Well, what? Who wrote that? Teo from Finland. All right. So uh, you I'll guys. I'll tell you one thing, Mine's It's straight. Now, Malcolm, are, are you? Are, do, you, do you follow the show? Do you know what's going on here? Nope. All right. You're uh, you're kind of like our eyes and ears. Like you have a. Like I'm a, having actually having trouble understanding. It's your, fine. Your language, like the words, like it's yeah. A little. Is this, it might be Dustin Marshall wearing a wig. Have you noticed that? It looks a lot like Dustin Marshall. I think he looks like Dimitri Martin undercover. <laughs> All right. Malcolm, follow your heart here. So accurate. I'm not in the room, so what's going on? You guys, except for Jeff, are in a hospital room. There's a central table, like in the ones I've been to. And there's also tear gas fucking everywhere. You're choking on the floor, except for Jim. No, yeah, Jim's been antidoted by Dr. Friend. The rest of you, tear gas is just full in the room. There's a glass window leading to the exterior 
and the door also. I use my high composure to not succumb. Well, you do. <laughs> it's uh, tear gas. <laughs> You're coughing and... and my eyes are really dry. Uh, no. They're full of painful tears, in fact. <laughs> what tier or tier are we dealing with? Like tier five? Guess? Tier five tears. Tier six, you gotta do the instance with uh, PVPs. I never, I played World of Warcraft for like 20 minutes. Um, so we got two guards in here, right? Yeah, no, they're on the floor. You, you knocked them out yeah. before, uh, before getting antidoted. All right. Um, is, it, is the tear gas still flowing in the room? It's fucking everywhere. Um, it's, you can't even see. There's three tear gas grenades worth of tear gas. Is, in, there, a, is there a window in there? Yeah, room? glass one. The which is rare. Say what? A glass window. Okay, um, I, I, I summon a, uh, a, 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 the spirit of the Native American wind eagle uh, and, and, and summon a wind eagle to go up there and flap the wings so hard that it bursts the window and, and uh, dissipates the tear gas from the room. To burst? That's so flapping hard. Well, the, uh, the wind eagle is like 20 feet, like 20 feet wingspan. It's a huge thing. And, How and, big and of a, what, what force of a summoning is this? I'm going to go for a force five, baby. A force five? I uh, get under the nearest desk to protect myself. <laughs> you do that. You find yourself well protected from a giant eagle who now exists in the room. I'm, all, I'm also very composed. Highly composed and, and full of tear gas. <laughs> I would, there's an eagle, it's got golden plumage and also different colored plumage because it's a spirit. It's flapping around, it's flapping up a storm, but in, some, in so summoning, uh, Jeff, what's your care? Eve Libertine takes five fading damage or drain damage from the exertion of casting Jesus. a spell. Combined with the three you've taken earlier, you're on the ropes here for consciousness. You don't got too many spells left in your brains. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm pretty stunned right now. I, I, can't, I can't cast any more spells for a while. May I please make a move? Sure. <laughs> I would like to go outside the room and, and say to any uh, nearby guards, Hey, we got some, we got some tear gas in here. We nope. got a situation. Get in here. You guys like to party? Come over here. <laughs> we got a serious situation. Okay. Leaving the Golden Eagle behind, you exit C Beta Ward, and you see a guard. He's at the end of the hallway. He's got a big rifle. Hey. Hey. We need your help down here. Oh, yeah. I'm coming. It's all fucked up. What do you need? I need you to walk in front of me, go into the room. Why? What's up? The room's crazy. It's a crazy room. No, that doesn't seem like any of my business. Hmm. Oh, so you're just going to hang out? Yep. I've got All right, I'll hallways. go back into the room then, but I'm telling you. What, are, what are you telling me? It's crazy? Yeah. That's, be more descriptive. It's tear gas. It's a terrorist attack. Um... Shit, we should lock the hospital down then. Yeah, go. I'll follow you. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't need to go anywhere. I'll just dial it in. Okay. Well, turn your back to me. Okay. <laughs> he pulls out his comm link and turns away from I you to dial him, a number. I stun him. 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 
Our, you, all right. You go to stun him, and you hit him right in the temple. Right in the temple. Is, 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 is the electricity flows through him. You hear the smoldering of something fleshy, oh, no. or maybe not. He drops to the floor, and smoke exits his ears. 911. <laughs> it's not really a I'd pun check or in. anything. <laughs> Meanwhile, really guard. there's a large golden eagle chilling. <laughs> no, he's fl flapping his wings to, 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 get the, to get the tear gas out of the room. Oh, okay. Wait. Out of what? Out of the room? Out of the window that I was trying to burst. Who? I mean, how much wind? I guess a lot of wind can burst a window. But, yeah. All right. That happens. Oh, man. I don't know. Well, yeah, yeah tornadoes and Yeah, and, and those shit. guys' dicks are huge. <laughs> sure. Well, it's all yes and each other tonight. <laughs> no, well, I just, I, you know, I live in an earthquake area. I'm not used My to dick wind is breaking fine. windows. My dick is fine. Yeah. It doesn't need to be anything different than what it is. My wife didn't do me a favor by marrying me. She, she, if anything, she did herself a favor. I think she did us all a favor. <laughs> Cliffhanger! <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> favor coming to Armortown, everybody. Let's thank you, Nancy, very much. Malcolm, everybody. Oh, no. Malcolm and Nancy, uh, the, uh, the possibly average-sized Dick Brothers. Yeah, average-sized Dick Brothers. Uh, who else do we forget? Other well, people. There's Justin and there's Kevin. Uh, Kevin, yeah. Spencer Critton, everybody, your dungeon master of all time. The guy I blocked on Twitter. Dustin Marshall on I'm Jeff Davis, your comptroller, your mayor, Mr. Dan Harmon. The Everything Is Festival in the city of Portland. The governor of Oregon, uh, Mr. Nat Sandwich. Wonderful governor. Nat Sandwich? Yeah. And right. the, the mayor of Portland, uh, Carl Carlson. And uh, the good men and women of, the, of uh, Portland's uh, correctional facility. Uh, and uh, the Hollywood Theater. Uh, uh, conservation uh, committee. Yeah, 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 yeah. When your city's on the ocean, you need to eat fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when you do it all the time, you get what you wish. Yeah. To leave. Yeah. There's a sign up sheet in the back for uh, if you want to be here all night. We're only ending the show early because there's a new show coming in, so we have to clear out. I promised yeah, yeah. the theater we would end at this time. Too, yeah. So thank you very much, everybody. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where we're going to drink, but we'll see you there. We'll see you at the bar. Hey, house, have we got house music? Let's play some house music. There we go.
branch of the United States government, it is the mission of the National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. The NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com. Hello, beautiful. I'm Amy Errett, founder of Madison Reed, a hair color company I named after my daughter. One of the things I value most in life is time. Time to spend with my daughter, time to spend with family, and the time I put into my company that's reinventing the way women color their hair. The busiest, most successful women I know use Madison Reed, the amazing hair color hack. In under an hour and for less than $25, Madison Reed delivers gorgeous, shiny, multi-dimensional, healthy-looking hair with an ammonia-free formula. You'll look like you just came from a salon, but the reality is you have more me time to do what you love. Things get busy. Let us take care of you and your hair. Find your perfect shade at madison-reed.com and get 10% off plus free shipping on your first color kit. Use code NEW. That's code NEW. Try it. Love it. That's the beauty of Madison Reed. 